You're listening to Courting in Color with your hosts, Shatrice and Louise. Hello and welcome back, Courting Cuties, to another episode of Courting in Color. I'm Shatrice. Hey, y'all. I'm Louise. Louise, tell the cuties and me. What have you been up to <laughs> this past week of life? Um, the beginning of this week was kind of tough. I um, Monday was a lot. Tuesday was a lot. Um, Monday. Like this literal week? Like what's yeah, today? This literal week. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yes, yes. I, um, you know, uh, what's called content warning, PTSD, but I like probably need to go to therapy for PTSD um, stuff. Cause I was at something and I was like, Ooh, this space is not safe. I'm leaving. Yeah. Um, it was tough. But um, then Tuesday, like I had an eight 15 meeting and then a nine o'clock meeting. And literally by nine 30, both of those meetings had something major come out of them. That was like <laughs> things oh, for me to like, <laughs> just be on alert about. And I was like, Oh my God. It's like, I haven't <laughs> even had my coffee yet at, right. you know, um, the beginning of this week has been very work heavy. Um, Saturday, what did we do Saturday? Saturday, Ooh. I I literally had to ask my partner this because I was like, on Monday, I was like, what did we do this past weekend? Because I, I have short-term memory. Um, I literally can't remember like what I did the weekend before. But we need to plants. get you officially diagnosed. <laughs> I know. Well, I was like, I just need to start carrying like a literal diary. That's why <laughs> I, I love my work calendar because I always like – that's my record keeper. Back. I can just yeah. look back, but when it comes to personal yeah. stuff, I don't know. So we did plant shopping. Went to Y'all Old haven't Navy. put any plants in the ground. Oh, okay. That have reminds you? me. We have. So a couple of weekends ago, we oh. did. But apparently, um, the girls cool. on TikTok were putting me hip to the fact that at Aldi, there's this like walking greenhouse you can buy that's only like $40. So I'm about to call the Aldi here and be like, <laughs> Y'all sell yes. this because TikTok told me yeah. that y'all have it available. Based um, on TikTok, you should have these things. Yeah, and we've been wanting like oh, um because our our house gets limited amount of light um mm. because we we're in the south and Those so we have trees. these big trees to yeah, keep the house yeah. cool. But our front yard gets amazing light throughout the day, mm-hmm. so we were kind of turning around with the idea of potentially just having something in our backyard for oh. um for light. But like we don't want direct light, so it, anyway. Maybe yeah. this walking greenhouse will be the solution. Well, I too, like, you know, since we last recorded, I too have experienced a heavy um, workload, but certainly, you know, not to the same extent that you have. Um, but we had our, I would say our, yeah, our biggest event of the year, honestly, for the entire office. Well, there might be like, two events bigger than the one we had this weekend but this is the biggest event that I manage oversee run basically like your whole job basically I mean more or less um and so it happened and I mean it was all fucking weekend like I knew this weekend was gonna be like intense just like you know just on the email on the like if anyone follows what is it Shatrice B underscore VT my work account um on insta like i was like literally on this tiny ass laptop had like five different like tabs like here's like the app here's the team chat here's the emails here's the actual zoom program it was a lot i was like i literally would have been better off like going to the office Office, yeah you know 
shit for three days. I was like, honey, I'm about to be on this couch. Y'all better be glad I put on a lip and turned on my camera. (laughs) (laughs) Be grateful. Be grateful for what you got. It was really successful. We brought a lot of women of color together. And that's, you know, a big part of the work that I do. And so, and child, even like relatives were popping out of the woodwork. So I'll have to tell you about that. Like your relatives? Yeah. Oh, okay. Word. time my house so that went up till sunday and i was taking off on monday one right, just like so i catch my breath but then also that was supposed to be the day that the like construction started fucking crickets on monday i said oh my gosh like please lord please lord don't let me be getting scammed right now <laughs> like oh. i'm just like like truly i was so stressed because i i meant to text him before money but again like the weekend was busy so i texted yeah. him on monday i was like okay so clearly we're not starting today what is the plan <laughs> like i was mm-hmm. like keep, you gotta keep me informed like i truly i'm gonna assume you're like joey and the scammer <laughs> until you prove me otherwise but thankfully, he has still been responsive he just hasn't initiated conversation or whatever <laughs> so he like sent me a screenshot of a conversation that he was having with one of his builders. I was like, what the fuck do I need this information? Like, I was like, do you know who you're texting? But I guess he wanted to show me that they were finishing a job and were waiting on the inspection so they could start my house. I was like, if you don't bring a goddamn hammer to my address and knock something over, like you don't need, like that project is basically done. You don't need your whole crew to like wait. Like, right. Somebody could be Someone could start moving materials over. Right. Like, I'm like, according to you, I had to pay 50% up front because you had to go buy all the materials. Where the fuck are my materials? But I'm going to remain positive that truly, like, I'm just like, by this weekend. Because I honestly didn't think he was going to say that. I thought he was going to be like, it might be another two weeks or something. But I'm like, okay, delayed by like a few days isn't that bad. And so hopefully that'll like get its processed. uh, Hopefully the process will get started very very soon and obviously i'll keep you all updated on my personal insta the curvy bell (laughs) i forgot one thing to share so today is day 15 since my second dose so i'm officially fully fully vaccinated yes i don't feel i meant to celebrate by going to the gym this morning and plot twist (laughs) i did it Um, (laughs) so you know maybe i kind of am I think I'm a little scared slash I'm actually really tired. So I'm just kind of like, you know, I keep telling myself, you well, maybe Saturday, you know, I just, I, I, I need, I, I want to not like I need to go. I really just want to go just to like, check it See, out. I have a day yeah. pass so I can definitely just use it. Yeah. Getting back into that routine. Like I was like basically obsessed with spin, spin class and now I have a spin bike and I've barely been on it. So like, <laughs> Like, I understand. Listen. Like, and truly, like, sometimes you, I was like, this past month has just, you know, been like a lot. And so I'm just giving myself grace. And I'm going to say that I actually was inspired by you when you first said that. Like, you were like, I'm going to go back to the gym. And I kind of was like, oh, I didn't even consider that, that like, that could be an option for right. everybody soon. But, like, I could just go back to the gym. Did I waste, you know, $600 on a spin bike? We'll, only time will tell. <laughs> like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, if I get on it six times this year, no, 12 times. If 12 I get times. on it 12 times, then I feel like I will. Which you can do. Me. I believe in you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> 
So what is one adult thing you've done this week? Um, okay, so I'm changing the question again for this week. So what Shocker, is one adult no. <laughs> what is one adult thing I've realized this week? Okay, mm-hmm. kitchens. Stay with me. Okay. Why do I spend so much time in my kitchen? Are you really asking that? Yeah, because I'm like, I'm always in my kitchen cleaning a dish, putting a dish away, filling a water. I'm like, no. Th- like we run our dishwasher multiple times a week. I'm like, I'm about to like just start yeah. eating out every single day. I don't get what? like no one told me about this part of adulting that like I have to clean my di- I don't know. I don't know what I thought, but I'm like, <laughs> why am I spending so much time in the kitchen? Is literally my like there's not a day going by that I'm not in my kitchen for something or cleaning something or putting something away. And I get it. That's the part of the, like being an adult and eating. But I'm like, <laughs> or I could just order out and like never have to worry about dirty dishes ever again. I'm Honey. also thinking about just doing a home, like a live and cook, like or a, a private chef. I'm like, no, this is not it. This is not it. But, you know, the private chefs don't always be cleaning up everything. Well, they will clean up their stuff. They just yeah, yeah, yeah. Your stuff. So there's that. Okay. Well, first of all, it's comical that you of all meal prepping bitches is asking me why you're in the kitchen all the time. You're always prepping something or cooking something. Right. So that's part I, of the reason. But I do always cook. Yes. You, you know, then you have to do the cleaning. But I, t- I remember I told you last time y'all were up here. I'm like, seriously, every time I wash a fucking dish, another dish appears. Like, it's like yeah. I find that like I stuff some things in the oven that I forgot about or like, oops, there was something on the other side of the sink. Like I can, I almost never just have an empty sink like because right. I just get exhausted. I'm like, I've been washing dishes for like almost an hour. Like I'm done and I have a dishwasher and I don't use it and I need to, but but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a lot. I agree. Your kitchen isn't large, but it is, you know, a kitchen. And mm-hmm. those things get dirty AF. And usually I wait until the end of the week to like really assess what needs to be clean. And by then multiple things do need to be clean. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not the best like yeah. method that I have. Every single day I'm like, well, and then we eat breakfast in the morning together. So I'm like, that's Aww. a new pair of dishes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and maybe it's also too like being in a relationship, right? So it's like also double of double, yeah. Double <laughs> the dirty dishes. I'm like, because yes. I miss the day when I would just make food for the whole week. Now would I get bored? Yes. But I wouldn't have to clean dishes every single it was yeah it was just a lot so yeah. shout out to uh those of us who are cleaning our uh dishes also I forgot to mention I have these new glasses yes I saw all of your pictures thank on, you on the gram you got new sunglasses too yes I got new sunglasses I haven't I thought about doing outside photos and then I'm like oh that's so much work I can't like I'll just try to wear them outside but it, it's just funny because these are pink and it pops like because I'm also wearing all black right now and my like Hair is black, eyebrows black, and so you have a vibe. It looks like it looks like I'm wearing fake glasses if almost to look at a certain angle. So, courting cuties, I'm sure many of you are aware of the most recent, and honestly, it's fucking Wednesday, so I'm sure more people have been killed since then. But um, one of the more recent uh, police-involved murders um, was. Uh, this young guy, 20 years old, I think, Dante Wright. And so we, did your, did anyone like from your office or institution like end up doing anything or? No, what about y'all? So we did um, like the Black Caucus and our uh, um, counseling center and our Black Cultural Center. So like you just 
the black community basically did rally and and get together and one of my uh classes got canceled or shortened or whatever so I was able to attend where I originally wasn't going to or wasn't going to be able to but even when I was able to I was like <sighs> like here we go again like I don't want to and granted we gather be outside of tragedy but like I'm so tired of gathering for tragedy like I'm mm-hmm. so fucking tired like it's exhausting and that's pretty much what people were expressing for the whole hour and so I just was like kind of there listening I was like it's because like, I just didn't even want to get into it. Like I had kind of heard like peripherally that like things that happened, but I was like, I'm honestly okay not diving deep into yeah. this. But then, you know, it's like, well, what responsibility do I have to like stay informed and to like share the message or, you know, to provide resources and things like that. So then of course I went on like an Instagram like wormhole of this incident and also that incident with the um the black lieutenant in yes Virginia um, no Was it yeah uh, yeah I think maybe, I'm like is it close to Virginia I don't know the some the corner of Virginia somewhere over there and so it's just been rough and but anyway my adult thing well one my adult thing is just still trying to like process these things and deal with it and it's interesting because we're like we're just coming off of the stop Asian hate movement. I'm like, but that hasn't stopped. Like people are still like, mm-hmm. you know, terrorizing the Asian community. People are still terrorizing trans the trans community. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. It's overwhelming. But I had reposted a video specifically about, specifically with like Asian American folks talking about like what the white ally should do or should not do and someone was like you know you really don't have to reach out to me to be like I'm checking in on you because someone who identifies as you die like or got murdered um and I'm kind of like that too like I was thinking about that earlier like instead of reaching out to me reach out to his family reach out to the government reach out to someone that'll you know somewhere where it'll make a difference and I'm committing I'm going to commit myself to not getting so um, kind of caught up in what do you call it when you have like so many options and you just like oh, just o- overwhelming or yeah, I think paralyzed analysis one. paralysis. That's what it is. Oh, analysis okay. paralysis. And so because every time something like this happens, they're like, OK, donate to this fund. But then you go on the page and they're like, oh, well, we already raised this money. And then they're like, donate to this fund. Oh, well, like we heard they were like scamming the whatever. And so I'm like, where do I give my money to? Like someone just like take my money. Well, don't do that. Someone let me give you my money. Because then even like with this, like there was like, here's a Venmo app and it will be passed on to Dante Wright's girlfriend. And I was like, that you know it's just it's just a risk and i right it's like I, you almost want like a direct person affiliated not like exactly. someone and sometimes people do that right like sometimes bloggers will do that and they'll say like you know donate to me and then i'll donate but i saw some i got i saw a really good suggestion one time of like why not just direct your followers to donate to to like wherever right you're we're right. Donate. right and so i did see a cash app that looked like her so i'm like oh fuck i'm finally gonna have to download cash app but i'm like either that <laughs> either that or i'll, I'll figure something yeah. out with the, the organization can i read a tweet that kind of uh talks about not sorry it make when you were talking about paralysis analysis 
analysis. I mean, I literally just saw this tweet before this show mm-hmm. before we started recording, and it's um, uh, the Twitter handle is Critical Race, but they it's a thread. It's a thread. Threaded tweet, tweet thread. It's a tweet thread. I don't know um, what any of that means, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, but they uh, they tweeted, Critical Race tweeted, prison culture's questions to ask when outraged about injustice. What resources exist so I can better educate myself? Who's already doing work around this injustice? Mm-hmm. Do I have the capacity to offer concrete support and help to them? How can mm-hmm. I be constructive? And I was like, oh, like those are really good questions to ask. Mm-hmm. I really do like that. And so everyone listening to this here episode, I mean, it truly is never too late. And it's just, ah, it's like so much. And the George Floyd, Derek, whatever the fuck his name is, like trial. And I've, I've, I've tuned out because I, I'm it's a not lot. feeling hopeful there. And so, you know, quick shout out for the culture. Thank you, Real Housewives of Bollywood, who have given me entertainment this week <laughs> are they on also, netflix or hulu yeah or? and I'll, well i think it's um what is it actually called it's called the fabulous lives of bollywood wives oh. and so but basically it's you know like a real housewives type situation and it is i feel like there's like a lot of like indian um related or indian center like television coming up which is really great like you know for representation and i say a lot i'm black so like you know, that's usually where my, you know, representation is or like my entertainment mm-hmm. is. And maybe it's not a lot of Indian representation. It just feels like a lot because it's it's a new kind of thing, like outside of like Unzi's and Zari. Um, but yeah, so Bollywood Wives has been really great. I literally already finished the first season, um, but they did promise a second season. And the only thing I will say, I feel like you're looking it up. The only thing I had to say say or question about that show was like the skin tone oh yeah very white baffling and I know like we've like talked about this before and like I talked you know talked to other people obviously you can be from the same country and the same like you know heritage or background or nationality and look different yes duh I know that but they were I mean just so light-skinned and the reason why like I was just kind of thinking about like colorism and skin tone and things like that was because they're Bollywood folks. Like, and so I'm like, oh, so how often is Bollywood portraying these people, these light-skinned people as like the Indian people? Right. Like some of them had, like a couple of them had a slightly darker husband. And so some of their kids were slightly dark, but like they, if you like turned real quick, I would have just thought it was a white woman. Like there's Oh no, yeah. Like, I mean, that's kind of like with watching, um, Indian matchmaker, right? It was very similar mm-hmm. to so many of them were um um so many of them were very light skinned. I think all except one were basically like pasty white, really. Yeah. Like, almost like a shade darker than pasty white. But yeah, I mean, and I think that happens in like even like Latinx television, where sure. it's like all white Tinos. And I'm mm-hmm. like, or I feel like every time in the 90s, early aughts where a biracial black person would play, be playing like a full black person, if that makes right. sense. Um, so I do appreciate that blackish like acknowledges that Tracy Ellis Ross is half white and she's a half white character. Cause I'm like, that's not fair to portray. Like, this is your only portrayal of black people. Obviously right. all skin tones exist, but they don't always, they're not always represented. So 
anyway, all that to say, Real Housewives of Bollywood, Mahip, Seema, Barav, um, and Neelam are a riot. So I okay, maybe I'll watch it. I, we just finished yes. watching something on Netflix, so and I'm still okay. watching The Nanny, but I need to. I need. <laughs> yeah, you do need to get through the whole series of The Nanny. I'm supporting you, rooting you on there. But add to your Rolodex. And I'm. And you need to tell me other things to add to mine because I'm like running out of shit to watch and I'm very scared. I'm very nervous. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. I was like, well, remember I- it? No, like international television. Like we need to get to like South African shows or like mm. West African shows. Like, I feel like that, you mm-hmm. know. But anywho, okay. So let us take a little swerve a little turn into our topic for today, our final topic for season three. And I thought it was, you know, fitting. Obviously, Louise and I are friends in case you weren't sure about that. I'm shocked. (laughs) I know. Like we had our full on actual conversation before we recorded this podcast. So, yes, we are friends. Um, And so we wanted to talk, talk about friendship. Louise, you had found this article like months ago and October. like and literally in October when it was written um, and you had just put that there and I always knew we would get back to it and I just didn't know when. And so now is that time. So, you know, today we're talking about the relationship that we are focusing on is friendship. That's the ship that we are sailing on. <laughs> Anywho, so thank you. Shout out to theatlantic.com and then humanparts.medium.com, which was referenced in that article. <laughs> I was like, I don't really know what this website is, but thank you. Um, they both had some really um, interesting articles that I'm sure we'll put in the show notes or mm-hmm. something um, about the topic of friendship. This one's like, you know, what does it mean to like center friendship? And then cuties, this is a like a according in color exclusive I don't know first time whatever we're gonna be quoting a Greek philosopher a white man (laughs) from (laughs) 300 BC today (laughs) because apparently Aristotle had a lot of things to say about friendship because they were uh, he was referenced in both of those articles so I'm just gonna hop in there and that'll kind of get us started so okay so Aristotle talked about three different types of friendships that fall into two categories. And so his first two um, types of friendships fall into the category of like accidental friends. And so he talks about utility friends and pleasure friends and, you know, how most of us have had most or both of these types of friendships, which isn't a bad thing. It just is what it is. They're usually a little bit more short term. Um, But so utility is basically what I imagine my relationships will be like in the future when I, you know, if I have kids and I'm on the PTA, like that's yes. a utility um, type friendship. Cause you can babysit my kids. I may watch your kids. Like it's give and take, like we both yeah. like need something. And so that's like the utility piece. Whereas the pleasure, like a pleasure friendship is one where you were brought together because of some common team. Like if you were on a sports team together and so like, mm yes, this is my football buddy or like, you know, sorority sisters or um, book club buddies or, you know, like there's like a thing, not necessarily the person that brings you together. Mm -hmm. And then so and then the third type of friendship he calls. I don't know if he literally. Yeah, no, no, no. He calls it 
the perfect friendship, which I'm like, ooh, perfect is such a that's a pressure. That's a loaded word. That's it's so loaded. I don't know if it was loaded in 300 BC though. Like maybe that was the best word they had because I feel like that's probably not. It's not. It's not really an accurate word now. But anyway. This type of friendship is based on a mutual appreciation of the virtues of the other person, or excuse me, the other person holds dear. So this one basically is the deeper connection. Um, There's a quote here. It says, perfect friendship is the friendship of men slash people who are good and alike in virtue. For these wish well alike. Ooh, you know what? This is getting very Greek. Okay, here we go. For these wish well alike to each other, quo, I don't know what that means, good, and they are good themselves. Now, those who wish well to their friends for their for their sake are most truly friends. Maybe that's really what I need. Now, those who wish well to their <laughs> friends for their sake are most truly friends for they do this by reason of own nature and not incidentally therefore their friendship lasts as long as they are good and goodness is an enduring thing Woo! that was a lot to get to i did not read right. it out loud before this <laughs> i was like that's very i was like oh my gosh am i back in high school <laughs> shit like it's a lot but anyway so let's start there what are your thoughts on accidental versus intentional friendships friendships of pleasure perfect friendships all this good stuff yeah I think what's interesting is I can see each three of those reflected in my life in some capacity Mm -hmm. I think like it's interesting because I feel like work can be work friends can be both work friends I think are accidental right and they can fall Mm -hmm. under the utility of like hey we really just like we're cool we're real but like we work together that's kind of it like our relationship exists just like at work whereas I I need you to send this email to your listserv you need me to send this right right and we're good and like we you know we probably will like chat at the event together right that we're seeing that but we're not going to hang out necessarily outside of work we're just totally cool and like that that's okay Yes. Um, and I think pleasure is kind of like, I would say even how like maybe you, me, you, you, me and Jermaine Dupree, no, you, me, <laughs> you, me, Brian and Haley kind of started in the sense of like, oh, we are co-workers mm-hmm. who are mm-hmm. here, but there was something more that like made us friends and, and hang out outside of these like confines of work. Right. So we talked, right. I think it was uh, a couple episodes ago, a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago about like the podcast live show that we went to right that was a kind of oh, the first mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. outside of work outing and people like you hang out with but I think what I'm left most thinking about is like are these friendship types static meaning like they only stay as is right like mm-hmm. are is your you utilistic you 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 tell utilitarian that Utilitarian. Anyway, Util- is your utility? Uti- <laughs> I don't know. Is your utility friendship? UTI. I don't know. <laughs> is your UTI friendship? You know, does that stay forever, or can it change? And what does it mean um, for it to change? But yeah, this is a. Uh, this is very. Uh, this is very heady. I love it. I feel like I'm a scholar <laughs> yeah, on this episode. Putting, putting on our scholarly caps here, but yeah, I. So I feel like I talk about this to you, not all the time, but like just every so often I'm like, you know, oh my gosh, like Louise is such a good like friend, like not just to me, but just like in general, I think Louise has, 
clearly the qualities, the ability to like maintain, but also like nurture, there we go, nurture friendships. And I don't know that I've, you know, I don't necessarily, I'm not gonna say I don't have that skill. I just don't have it. That strength is not as strong for me. Like that skill set is not, you know, as honed in as much. Um, But like looking at the types of friendships, I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't know, for the most part, I don't think I regret like kind of how friendships have gone is you know it's like time season place lifetime like sometimes people are here for a time and I think that's what the pleasure and the utility get at like sometimes people sometimes you just kind of need to babysit my kids or whatever and I need to babysit yours and then once they get older oh we realize we never had anything in common except for the fact that we had kids (laughs) then we ain't friends and like fine and like bye, it's sis. Okay. And like biases like and it's okay because we were able to get what we like it was mutually beneficial and so I don't know that I I keep using that example because I think that's like the easiest mm-hmm. example or the best example that was in the article but obviously I don't have kids so I've never had to ask someone to babysit and people know not to ask me to babysit <laughs> But maybe when I, you know, if I have kids, then I'll feel much differently about babysitting other kids. But yeah, um, but yeah I, I thought that was interesting. And then, of course, there's like the quote unquote perfect relationship, which I'm like, OK, Louise, do you feel like you have any perfect relationship or perfect friendships? No, everyone <laughs> sucks. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> But you're, of course, thinking of, like, perfect. Perfect in the sense of, like, where nothing is wrong with them. Right, right? exactly. I mean, I think there are, I would say definitely. I feel like there's life, like, lifelong friends, right? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, and really, I learned this from you. There's there's levels to this shit. There's tiers of friends, right? There's there's group, there's tier one, tier two, tier three. And And I don't, they're all friends. Now, it's interesting because I'm like, would I, is perfect friendship only for, tier one or tier two um mm. i don't know right and and i think i think that's where i have a hard time kind of like trying to put because you no know, tier one tier two tier three friends like i wish them all well you, know. <laughs> you are good and goodness that right i am good and goodness to all of them but i'm like what is but are each of those are does perfect friendship mean closeness right like am i mm-hmm. are we you know calling each other multiple times a month what does that mean and it's hard for it's hard for me you know i'm cutthroat i'm definitely a cutthroat bitch but like (laughs) it's hard for me to actually cut like the cord with friends Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which which obviously can be really great sometimes and really not so great um other times like just and that goes for honestly relationships in general. But right. to kind of answer your question, um, so another note from that first article here says these special kinds of friendships aren't based on what someone can do for you or how they make you feel. They simply exist because you value who that person is. And then I'm not going to read this whole Aristotle quote. I just, you know, I'm taking off the philosopher hat here. Basically, Aristotle was saying the same thing I said from another article. A few yes, months ago, I was just saying that. <laughs> Uh, what did you say? 80 hours of friendship yes. or however many? Yes. I don't know. I can't remember if I read this or heard this on another podcast, but yes, basically you can't call someone your friend until you've spent 80 total hours. So not consecutive, but like yeah. 80 hours 
alone with them and so and basically that's what aristotle is saying it just requires time and familiarity so <laughs> i love that um I, can i read this part of it it says yeah men cannot know each other till they have eaten salt together oh yeah why I put that in there. I was like, Louise, have we eaten salt together? Like, I don't know. I don't know. What the fuck does that mean? What right. I was like, is salt like a sexual euphemism? Like, <laughs> is it bussy? Someone just tell me. <laughs> well, what is it? Okay. Well, and but I think this is religious, right? Salt of the earth. Isn't that what it is? Like, we're just all salt. Sound of, religious? What is salt from the earth from? Isn't that religious? I thought that was like about meat. No, salt <laughs> of the earth salt, is. Salt. Um, it's a it's a thing for something. It's scripture. Yeah, I knew a scripture. Oh, is it? <laughs> sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, God. So sorry, Jesus. Uh, salt of the earth. It's from. I do remember us oh, talking about yes, salt in church. Yes, it's uh, Matthew five or okay, Matthew five verses thirteen to sixteen. Sorry, I always sometimes <laughs> forget how to read all them. Um. So the first great. verse of this passage introduces the phrase, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its flavor. Wait, what? No. Okay. <laughs> let me, let me go to Bible. the King James version or the New Age version? Let me go to BibleGateway.com. <laughs> so I'm reading Matthew chapter five, verses 13 to 16. Yes, new come international, on scripture. In the New International Version. Okay, the New International. New International Version. Okay. okay. Salt and light. Verse 13. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people... Okay, it doesn't look like okay. So it looks like just verse thirteen is about <laughs> okay. Salt. So really, verse yeah. thirteen. Got it. <laughs> you are the salt of the earth, but the salt loses its saltiness. Okay, so maybe uh, Aristotle was saying if we eat each other, uh, we are close friends. Great, so great. I guess I'll never have a close friend. I'm not gonna lie, and that's you know, I think that's a common critique of the Bible, right? It's like if you just pull out one scripture, sometimes it's hard to follow. So I'm like. If you're not salty, then your saltiness, like, what are we, saltine crackers? What is happening? What are we, what are, what's, what? I'm salty? Because, you know, now, like, when the kids say, like, you're salty, that means you're upset. And right. so I, I think I get it. Because I think the next verse was helpful. Like, when they were saying, like, you're the light of the earth. I'm like, oh. okay, I can kind of understand that a little bit. Okay, so for their context, thank you to Google. Uh, this is from <laughs> GreekBoston.com. Importance okay. of salt in ancient Greece. Oh, okay, uh, okay. The ancient Greeks def definitely placed a high value on salt. There is an oh. ancient saying that was common during this time when people would say, no one should trust a man without first eating a peck of salt with him. The oh. meaning behind it is that if you would share your salt with the individual, you could therefore trust him. Oh, because salt was so valuable, which actually is true, right? Like salt back in the day was worth more than gold. Was it really? Because mm -hmm. it was such that a rare spice. AKA white people. That's why white people don't know how to salt. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it didn't make it that far up into Europe. They didn't have the spices. They didn't know about salting their Yeah, meat. salt was highly salt was highly prized. A significant part of currency was transported by ships huh. across the Mediterranean. Greeks heavily <laughs> traded in salt and salt fish with the Phoenicians and Egyptians. So I believe that we have eaten salt together and that we've had flaming hot Doritos. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I just ate some flaming hot Doritos Did before really? this recording. <laughs> that is the salt of our friendship here. But okay, so 
now we know according cuties this truly is the history lesson you're welcome um have you you know evaluate your salt but also you know to all the poc listening evaluate your salt intake as well because you know, <laughs> just hypertension that. is that what salt yeah, is so yeah like, is it cholesterol hypertension yeah like we yeah. and that's why i tell you i don't cook with that much salt because i just i get very nervous about that but i yeah, do yeah. other seasonings instead so <laughs> <laughs> I do garlic salt, onion salt, celery salt. <laughs> All the other salts. All the, oh my God. That was also the, uh, never mind. That's what, sometimes one of my adulting thing. Actually, that was my adulting thing like a couple months ago. Like you spices, some- so many spices, mm-hmm. but also yeah, so many salts. All these types of salts, <laughs> like celery salt. Yeah. Bitch, I have pink Himalayan salt and I still haven't cracked that thing open because I think I saw one recipe that he did. And that's how I end up building a collection of stuff. Like one oh, recipe. Oh, listen, our cabinet, in. our cabinet has like, it has fine sea salt. It has the the thicker salt. It has the mm-hmm. regular table salt. Oh, I'm like, this is too much. Um, have I <laughs> wait? Sorry, what was your question? Did I have I eaten salt with someone? Or monitor, evaluate my salt. Is that what you were saying? Watch your salt intake. Is the moral uh, okay. Of, yeah. Find I don't friends know. I, who will help you watch your salt intake. Is yes. I think what Aristotle meant. <laughs> um. Well, and I think with the salt thing and like friendships, I was like, I feel like they like the people that I rock with, I would also like trust with stuff, right? Like, I think for me, like, uh, when you know, the Aristotle ancient Greeks were like, Will you share salt with this person? Basically, like, do trust them with like your livelihood or, or like you, right? Like, the importance of you. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, the folks that I'm close with, like, yes, um, yes, but I also, you know, layered with that, like, friends are, you know they're not for every season or for the rest of your life, but I feel like I would still kind of like trust them, but I'm also, I tend to be a very trusting person. So, which is a fault. Now, what do you think is the 2021's version of salt? Hennessy. Friendship salt. You said Hennessy. (laughs) Will you share your Hennessy with these people? Well, and honestly, honestly, I'll never forget. Shout out to Brian who bought this massive thing of Crown Royal, because he knows that I love Crown Royal. I mean, you know, like, I'm not super big into alcohol, but I do enjoy, like, Crown Royal, Apple especially. And, you know, he bought it for all to share. So, truly, I do think, you know, if you can (laughs) buy that Henny, buy that Crown, whatever it is, and share it with your friends. Because did I tell (gasps) you? I think I told Oh, wait, what if Nicki Minaj was singing about friendships when she said, can I get that salt? Can I get that Henny? Can I get that salt right around the rim, 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 Trey? I was like, yo, Trey, do you think you could buy me a bottle of rosé? Okay, not saying that. He's the friends, he's in the bins. <laughs> keys to the bins, keys to the bins, keys to the bins. Keys to the bins. Keys to the bins. Keys to the bins. Sorry, Nicki Minaj, our uh, modern ancient Greek philosopher. Yes, who do- Look, first last week she was in a gospel song, and now this week she's giving us philosophical like wisdom. Right, she's a fucking gym. Um, she's a gym. Yes, I don't know. I okay. How are you with phone numbers? I feel like that's a modern day equivalent. Like, do you have my personal cell phone number? I gave my personal cell phone number out to someone today, and I was really like, Ooh. did you get for clamped? I did, but the real true test of friendship is whether or not I have your name saved. Ooh. Um, the, another 2021 is, do I have you on my close friends list on Instagram? Uh, yes! 
<laughs> that's the new MySpace like top eight. <laughs> right. Oh my yes. gosh. Yes. yes. Uh, and listen, okay. I love a good close friends post. I'm like, <laughs> I will click on it so fast. I'm like, oh my God, what's what's here? Yes. And there's like someone I follow on one of these accounts who like almost exclusively posts close friends. And I'm always waiting for it. Oh, to that's too much. Super- right, that's too much. It needs to be and like a little, a little. Yeah. Like little every juicy. now and then. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, I was waiting for this to be, you know, something. But I'm like, you, because, okay, like, let's be real. Posting to close friends, maybe once a week, max. Like, what are you, if you're doing more than that, like, does it, maybe you just need to alter your, like, following list. Or just, or just have a whole separate account, right? Like, have an alt account. Have an alt Instagram. Like, it's not worth it. (laughs) But anyway, well, speaking of Instagram and friends on the gram so we asked the cuties what qualities do you look for in a friend or a friendship and so here were some of the responses and some of the things that people had to say as I pull it up on my phone so one person said humor that vibes similar values and openness able to hold you accountable which I'm like "Mm -hmm." someone said sense of humor caring compassionate and likes to have fun. We have positive vibes, desire to have fun, being non-judgmental. People, and this person said, people who want more or lead unconditional, or excuse me, unconventional lives so we can support each other through our journeys. I was like, ooh, fascinating. So yeah, so that's, those are kind of some of the things that the cuties were saying. Louise, for you, what qualities do you look for in a friend? I think it's vibes like truly it's just energy I think it's on your bumble bff profile (laughs) (laughs) bumble bff I don't know I I think I have an almost spiritual if I would say more spiritual answer to that I think like I have now accepted into my life like I've now accepted within myself this like idea of like friends that are meant for you are going to be like around right because there was a point in my life where I would just accept everyone like I would just like you know bust it open Mm -hmm. for everyone friendship wise (laughs) of course you Um, were a friendship slut (laughs) a friendship or I I was a friendship slut I love it um (laughs) and I truly was because I just wanted to be liked right like I just Mm -hmm. loved like you know that and so I had to learn that people respond well to that because they're like, here's someone I can take something from. Right. And unknowingly or knowingly. And then maybe around, you know, end of college, grad school is like, Oh, this can't be it, sis. Mm -hmm. I just like really not safeguarded myself, but I think I was just like, okay, like I just can't, I need to approach. I need to, yes, be welcoming and have good energy, but I also need to examine things with a critical eye. Um, Yeah. And I don't know. I I'm very malleable when it comes to friendship. So I'm just kind of like, I will go with like the flow of this friendship for whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, I'm trying to think of like people who like, I don't know. It's almost like this weird, it, it is actually very much a vibe thing because I have definitely met people in my life who I'm like, Oh, the, you, whatever you're spewing, like you're magnetic, like literally like there's just such energy coming from mm-hmm. you. And some people are just like, Oh, you're cool. You seem like a really cool person. I just want to get to know you. So yeah. Yeah, do I don't think, know. I don't have a concrete list, which is weird. No, that's that's totally okay. Even though I do uh, ask you for steps for something else later, but um, I wanted to ask. Oh, what did you say? What did you say? Oh, yes, when you were talking about being critical, because um, I was playing a game with 
a fella not too long ago, like just like a question game or whatever. And one of the questions was like, you know, what would you tell your 15 year old self? And my response, mm. part of my response to that was like to be more critical about the men that I've chosen or the men that I yeah. will choose in the future, you know, if I was 15 or whatever. But you just said like, you know, you kind of take a critical look at that at friendships as well. And I'm curious, like, do you find it easier to do in platonic relationships versus romantic relationships? Or do you feel like you can just kind of generally do that? I would say it's a little yeah, bit more time. difficult to do it in romantic relationships. I mean, mm. I think I had better discernment with friends and definitely mm. with romantic relationships because as we were just talking about before we recorded, I'm like looking back at some of these like guys, I'm like, oh, they are were adding nothing to my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just so in need of like a romantic relationship or non-platonic romantic slash, slash sexual and or sexual that I was mm-hmm. like, I was willing to be... I was willing to not discern much with that situation. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So I guess, you know, like maybe it's stigmatized, <laughs> I guess, you know, <laughs> um, to some degree body ties, yeah. but I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, it's a little bit more difficult for me. What about for you? Um, That's a good question. <laughs> I How do you feel- pick your friends? Well, and <laughs> of course I had that on here because we are always jokingly, but also oh, somewhat yes. seriously. Yes, <laughs> we'll just move on to that. We're always jokingly, but somewhat seriously um, saying team hashtag no new friends. And so I'm trying to think like, when did I last make a friend? <laughs> and like, how did I do it? Because <laughs> like, the people need to know. Now, I did pull up an article from psychology today. So like, <laughs> they have the actual steps. Um, but when it comes to looking for, and again, like, I don't know that I'm ever actively looking for a friend. I think (laughs) these hoes just show up. Milkshake brings all the friends to the yard. Yeah. And like, honestly, I would say pretty much maybe all of my relationships have started off with the pleasure. Like, cause I, I just, mm. I love having something in common with people. Like yeah. I love sharing an experience or, you know, being in a group and like that kind of grounding us. And so like, if we just run out of things to say, we'd at least talk about the thing that we have in common or whatever, or however we met. Um, so there's that. I think like a lot of my friendships probably start with pleasure. And then people were saying like fun. And I agree with that. I think I like to have the friends who I know that if we are at some kind somewhat small event or maybe like we're both in a meeting at the same table and someone says something off the wall I want to just be able to look up at that person and like have share a look and be like okay good I'm not the only one in the room who is like looking like I'll never forget me and Haley were at a bachelorette party and we were literally sitting across the room from each other and like we were just like did you <laughs> like no words right <laughs> locked eyes that? yeah yes like you just you just want to know that someone else saw the thing that you saw um and yeah I, I i think the fun the thing that i've appreciated i think i realized that last year with like trying to do the whole big trip with for the 30th and all that stuff it's like i was like yay like oh my gosh i finally have friends who are excited about traveling and it's not like pulling teeth or whatever and like we can you know financially support that like it's nice to I'm glad that I'm not the quote-unquote rich friend if that makes sense like I feel like we all kind of like about make the same amount of money which is just to say that like we can 
have similar types of experiences, right? Like every time, like it's one of our birthdays, we were just like, you know, tell us how much to throw in. Like, and that's, you know, what we do because we're able to do it. Right. And there's not, you know, the, oh, like I, someone I like have to spot all the time or, or if I have to be the poor friend because I have been the poor friend several times before. And so I, it's just nice to kind of be able to share, know that you can share experiences without overextending other people. Cause I always get a little nervous when I'm asking so much of others, but I mean, I think that's maybe what I look for in a true friend is that like, even if I feel like I'm maybe overextending you, like you were wanting to do this thing. Cause it's with me. Right. You want to support me cause you want to hang out or be with me. And so that's something I've come to appreciate. I also don't have a list. Um, a concrete list so all of that like be friend uh be funny make me laugh laugh at my jokes like I don't know almost everything that I would put on my For romantic yeah <laughs> which and you've said that before right you wanted like yes. if you could date your friends you would yeah like I really would like y'all are y'all are top notch so um and I think y'all are top notch because you know you listen when I have issues like you I hope that I'm able to also like listen when you have issues and y'all support me and vice versa. And so that like, that's really what I want from really any relationship at this point. Um, but as far as like making friends, Louise, tell us, okay. Tell us who, how long ago was the last friend that you made and how did you become friends? I don't know. I mean, I have friends at my new job, right? Like I've been in my job for a year and a half. So like I have my, my like my little crew in the sense of like okay like it did start i'm sorry um like you know my little crew in the sense of like we are here we're at work we have similar interests but like i invited you to my house right like Mm -hmm. and that that to me is like a major thing um absolutely but i'm i think i'm also familial in that way of like just being opening and welcoming to everyone Mm -hmm. and and so I would say like some, I, I would say in watching my family dynamics is all my family members like are very open in that way, but I don't know if they have deep relationships, right? Where you're like mm-hmm. sharing how you're feeling and you're emotional. So mm-hmm. I think I have friends, but like deep friendships, maybe that's the other level. Maybe my, maybe my um, caveat to like the perfect friendship is like deep friendship, like deep, mm-hmm. like I think that's soul affirming friendship. And, you know, I, I have had that like a couple of times in my life where I'm like, oh, like this, this is it, right? Like, yeah, this is a very much like a deep friend. Like, yeah, you know, I have a handful of people that I'm like, oh, this is, yeah, this is, yeah. This is and so I think, um, a part of it, I think, is just putting yourself out there, kind of like <laughs> dating, and it and that's is. really, and that's really tough because some folks are very much introverted and have a lot of social anxiety, and I think my partner and I were a little bit different in that way, where I'm like. I have my friends over all the time and I'm like, okay, like I'm just, they're just going to be here. Um, and similar to you around common interests. Right. And so, um, like one of my friends, like right now we're both doing like the food Instagram stuff. And so we're, mm-hmm. you know, we were like cool before we had hung out before, but now we have like something that kind of like, you know, brings us together in a particular way. And, and I, right. and I really appreciate that. Like, I think yeah. I've always, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you. I think I've mentioned this to you. I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, like, um, if, and when I get married, like it's gonna be such interesting because there'll be so many friends and so many people there from just different facets of my life that I'm like, (laughs) it'll be interesting to see my like high school friends with like 
the friends from like Virginia, right? It'll be just mm-hmm. interesting seeing like different because like everyone knows me from a different context. Like right, high school right. Luis, like I mean, high school Luis was gay, but like Virgi- like Virginia friends know like Luis is like a cute like queer queer brown person, yeah, who's, like socially conscious and aware. And so like I think that's very interesting. Where yeah. sometimes I'll even post stuff on my Instagram and I'm like, oh, people don't know me in mm. this way, and so. Mm-hmm. I guess they get to see my growth, which is fantastic. And please hit the like button, you know, double tap <laughs> on the photo. Um, like but there are some people who've always known me that way, who've always known me as like the the fashion, uh, look at me, call myself fashion, who've always known me as a picture loving person. And so, yes, you know, that yes. that is very, um, yeah. So I would say definitely, you know, like, asking people to hang I like I, we said before like I'm good for a good coffee like I will invite you for coffee like my thing is especially with my new job like if I invite you for coffee I actually most likely want you in my like life outside of work because mm. I'm not inviting everyone to coffee uh, yeah. for the second time everyone gets a first date oh, <laughs> right? okay. everyone gets uh, everyone gets a first coffee if tips from Chatrice's dating playbook right well, translating to but, the work but in the work environment, everyone gets a first date, but they have to initiate it. But if I initiate the first one, oh, I then see, I will I initiate the second one too, if that makes okay. sense. Yeah. Because so there's some people, there's some people who are like, go on a coffee date meetup, yeah. but you won't initiate a Correct. coffee meetup unless you really like it. I would say like 75% of the time, the other person would have to like initiate it. Because I, I mean, you probably have met, the, you probably have encountered this too, where people are like, oh my gosh, it'd be so great to get coffee. I'm always like, yeah, like I'm totally down. But then if I don't hear from you, like I'm yeah, kind of like, like, and I'm not pressed. I'm not pressed. Like I'm not going to run, like, okay. I'm not going to run to do it. Like I said, oh yeah, cool. Like I'm totally down, but like, and maybe this is like dating too, but I'm like, I don't, again, I'm not pressed, but if I invite yeah. you for coffee, like. So I think for me, um, not so much at work because one, We've been working from home for like the past year or whatever, um, even though like I started my current job like a couple, a few months before the pandemic started. Um, and then to like our the age spans of our office, like truly like our admin is like someone's granny, like great granny or right. something like that. Like we're we're not necessarily like we've gone to lunch before, but like we're not gonna probably make a habit of it i want to hear that i made i made it a point to go i always make it a point to like have a meeting or like a one-on-one with everyone in the office like i just think you should do that when you first because you gotta like okay let me see what you gonna say let me see what you're gonna right say. you got you're collecting your teeth and the admin is like the make or break like exactly. i like they will exactly. be yeah there there's <laughs> the admin on your side is always a good thing to have exactly. you gotta be best friends with them but like don't get on their bad foot either yes and i don't know if she called me today and i was like what the, what the fuck is i was like i'm sorry i had a missed call from this number and she's like Hey, this is so and so. I was like, oh, hey, okay. What does she want? She, she, <laughs> not to get coffee, not to oh, okay. She wanted to, uh, we just had to uh, figure out some things with the calendars and some gotcha. meetings. And like, I was like, oh, okay. I guess you do have everybody's number. <laughs> Right. Oh, and let me tell you at work, like everyone has like, cause our numbers get shared out within our group. Uh, and when I tell you, there are sometimes people who call me from work and I don't have their number saved. So I'm like, I don't pick, <laughs> I don't pick up numbers. I don't know. Like I, right. I have, there are only certain people in my reporting line. I have numbers saved. Mm-hmm. If you're not within that reporting line, I don't have your number saved. Like, I'm so sorry. And so. do you, so that means like, do you ever really need to call me nope. outside of work hours? Nope. Probably not. Do I need to save your number? Nope. Like, I'm just kind of like, energy. <laughs> that's a lot of energy. 
So, but yeah, I would say like, I like when I'm, like I said, when I'm in groups, let's take like the book club, for example. So Mm. I'm in a book club and like, especially when we were meeting like in person, it would be like, oh, cool. I would have probably not like talked to you otherwise. Like, and not because of anything, like it's just, this was the thing that brought us together. And now I'm seeing like your personality here. And then I'm like, oh, I think I could hang out with this person like outside of the book club. Cause you know, some, some book club, you know, folks need to stay in the book club, you know, mm-hmm. but like others, you're like, oh, like, we you know, we could probably hang out outside of um, um, the, the office or the club or the whatever. And most recently, because I do make it a point to do this at work and not just in my office, but like y'all know, like we work in higher ed. And so like I work at a big institution and whenever there's a new black woman, especially a new black woman who's around the same age, like I'm almost one of the first people to reach out. And honestly, it's become it's gotten to the point where like you're the welcoming committee to me and they'll be like, oh, can you like meet with so and so? They just started or they're about to start. So I was like. Am I becoming a pillar of the community? Yes, pillar. You are. That's why, you know, they better uh, put some respect on your name. Exactly. So I am getting brunch with someone next week who just started. So I'm like, oh, you know, cute. we'll see. Like, that's how potentially a yeah. friendship could form. I love, I love that. And I think we're kind of similar in this way where I really, you know, I don't know what um vaccine post-vaccine world looks like um Mm -hmm. but like I just want I have this big ass house I just want people over like having a good time (laughs) like I don't even have to be the center of it I just want to bring people together like you just want to see people enjoying each other yeah that's why I have this big ass house like I just want want, you know a little a little cute moment yes yes I support that wholeheartedly um also uh psychology today wanted to remind us that you need to embrace quality and ditch quantity. So if you don't have 50 people that you call your BFF, that is okay. You just need to have these. I don't think every, this, I don't think it's possible to have every relationship be a deep relationship. Every relationship doesn't need to be a deep, you know, a deep relationship. Well, and I also think too, like, and I can't remember which episode brought it up, but I also think um, there's actually a lot of identity politics that I think fall underneath um, like, friendships to some way too because I've I've interrogated frequently within my own self as like okay as like I think fat people in the world are looked to as like you mm. are you are able to withstand a lot you withhold a lot so I can have you be like it's one thing to be the gay best friend right like you're there mm-hmm. to support the cis woman in your life it's another mm-hmm. thing to be like the fat gay best friend and then like now the fat brown person and I think there's just things that people expect mm-hmm. out of certain bodies and certain identities because there there's yeah. this kind of cultural understanding that like you know um uh there's this kind of cultural understanding and cultural misunderstanding and like cultural archetypes of like you know black women being like the mammies and the caretakers Mm -hmm. you know fat people just kind of being the lovable friend and they're there for the comedy right Mm -hmm. and and, you know they don't care like whatever Mm -hmm. and so i think i have fallen under these like cultural um, Mm -hmm. understanding slash misunderstandings as well as these like um archetypes in our society of like um the type of person I'm meant to be or expected to be and how that translates to friendship right yeah one thing that I'm realizing as I get older I don't know if I feel like you're you're probably going to be like this too especially like once things kind of resume like the the concept of visiting like you just visit with people I fucking visit with people I don't know if this is like a black 
black thing it literally just means you go to their house randomly and talk <laughs> like, oh yeah that's like, a that's oh, a that's I'm a latinx thing you. we don't yeah we don't I, that's actually the type of energy i want to create like i grew up growing up my house my parents house was like random family members it's actually kind of sitcomish where people just like knock on the door and they just like oh hey i'm here and like you welcome them you gave them food like they're just there yes. to talk like that's literally i've told friends here who especially don't live in the city i live in and but like come to the city for their amenities i'm like literally hit me up like just pop by like you actually I actually would prefer it like we don't I, I don't need you don't need to coordinate a time with me just like right. show up whenever if you want to give me a courtesy call great but yeah I just am like oh I that yes visiting is I'm familiar with that we don't call it that way we just call sure. it family <laughs> I will wrap on this, which is what has been your favorite friend moment in the time that we, you and I, have known each other. What is the sub note? Can I even edit? It's my. Oh, I had it's to your remember thing. my oh, favorite okay. time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't want to talk about the whole thing because I didn't want you to see. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, there's so many. I mean, truly, <laughs> there's like so many. I um, so I think the cuties know. Or actually, I don't think we've announced it on our Instagram. So we're on TikTok. Follow us, Court and Color. Um, it, we uh, you know, since I'm a full time content creator now, just kidding. I'm a part time <laughs> content creator, but part of content creation is just recycling your content. So anyway, you're not missing much. But when um with TikTok, uh, there was like a TikTok we created with just like our photos of us, and I'm like. Oh my God, there are so just many good memories. Like, I don't even know like where to start, but um, (laughs) I will say like a moment that I hold dear is um, actually when I was leaving the mountain and you Mm -hmm. uh, celebrated or you got me, um, uh, or like you hosted a little thing, like a going away thing for me. And I don't know if I've ever shared this with anyone, but one of my biggest wishes is to have a surprise birthday party planned for me, but I'm always scared to tell people because then I'm like, well, then it's not a surprise, but it's like one of my dreams to have a surprise birthday party planned. Oh, interesting. Um, I know you you do with that information what you will. But but this was, but this was like the closest that I got because I didn't know, I didn't know what to expect. I knew like you, you, I think you, I actually don't think you gave me much information. I think you said be available at this time. And here's this blindfold. And I'm like, okay, I was like, did I have you in my car? You did. You did. You drove me around. And I was like, I was very, and that was very hard for me because like I like control and like to be grounded. And so that was really difficult. And I really didn't know. I knew that you had something planned, but like it was such a beautiful moment because like it, like that took a lot of coordination, that took a lot of care. And like it was something that I know was a lot of work to do. And so that's just like a favorite moment. I mean, uh, there there's just so many yeah like <laughs> is it, driving four and a half hours for these men i think like <laughs> the iconic dick agrees of separation conversation <laughs> will just like always be like a favorite iconic. moment iconic it okay. was just like we didn't even know how iconic it was in the moment <laughs> until a year later but it was iconic it was like, like it was literally like witnessing and being a part of a revelation (laughs) right but not not even know that that was like it was it was wild yes Um, yes uh, i love those moments absolutely um so i'll feel free to you know add more if you think of more so um a couple moments though that i like put in the notes here were one As me and Louise often are driving to some event or whatever. So we were in the mountain going to, I 
don't know, somebody who had money, somebody's house. And I don't, <laughs> we were talking about like dating or, you know, whatever. And like, I was just saying that like, I always, y'all know, I always get on the fence of like, am I going to date white men? Or like, am I going to like try or whatever? And I, I hadn't even, I just like said it. I was like, I just don't even know what my white type is. And when I tell you, Louise died, like, laughed the entire ride to where we were going like brought it up later that night I don't think other people found it as funny but like I just love that you were like so your white type it's just so funny like Like, yeah I I truly wasn't like trying to be funny it was just like a matter of fact yeah like what is my white type but it's just kind of funny because it's like you have to have a very specific type of white man that you'd be interested that wouldn't fall under your normal categorization of guys you'd be into so that i that's what tickled me pink exactly so that was just like fun watching you get tickled and i think one of the more like um endearing moments was so and it's funny because we were just talking about like oh like we don't like often use the term best friend or whatever and we were at (gasps) oh i know what you're about to say we were at an end of the year party um and you like knew you Louise on the mountain was also quite the diva, quite popular. And so you were introducing me to another like fancy rich ass person. And you were like, oh, like here's my best friend, Chatrice, whatever. And I, we had talked about um, this person. So I kind of had like a reference of like who he was or whatever. And so then we were talking and I literally in that moment, obviously like I didn't see anything. I was like, oh, I don't know that I've ever heard anyone call me their best friend. Yeah. So that moment definitely like st- has um, stuck with me. That was very sweet. That was, that was such a fun moment. Like just traveling. Um, we That was a weekend of like white, rich white men that we weren't, we didn't need to date, but we enjoyed all the luxury and privileges. There Absolutely. Rooftop brunches. There was multiple rooftops. So many rooftops. So many rooftops. A brunch. Amazing. A pr- that's actually one of that's actually one of my favorite photos from the. I think uh, it was a Pride weekend. Yes, like you taking me to my first Pride. Like that was just the whole like time in itself. Us going to see. Oh my gosh! Okay, us going to see Beyonce having <gasps> less desirable seats. And we were we spent I think thirty minutes trying to find sneak around these security guards. <laughs> I'm still gonna make it up to you one day. I like truly will. It was, it was rigor mortis. We, we were on the run at. <laughs> we were on the run from the security guards, yeah. and we arrived late. It was, it was. And I had this like massive headpiece, so I couldn't really properly fit in the. That room. had skewers, and we were so afraid they wouldn't let you through, but. Yeah. Because you could have actually impaled like, someone. You could have. The security was like, no, nah, you ain't about to get in with this. But thank God your form, one of your former roommates helped me make it. And we didn't, <clears throat> we only like used skewers and, like wood and not metal. So because the right, metal right. would have been easy. But did I get in? Because they were like, Mm-mm. and literally once I got in, they were like, oh, okay. I'm surprised you made it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, thank God. Yeah. Yes, that that also goes down. I was like, I'm just here. I just and I I'm like, we're the same person because we're the same person because out of all of the videos 
that we like took and could have shot. We both shared the same fucking video of the stage oh. from one one particular point when we were running from like the right. <laughs> we were that wasn't from our. I don't think it was from our seeds, was it? No, it definitely wasn't. Like we had found a really good spot momentarily, and we had both they recorded were on that. you. I was like, sis, it is not. They do not pay you enough. Like. <laughs> And these are the cheap seeds. Like it'd be different <laughs> if I was like trying to sing into the one thousand dollar seeds, right? Or we like were literally trying to go from our very cheap seats to just the less cheap seats. That's all we were trying right. to do. We weren't trying to hurt anybody, cause any harm. Like music concerts are a scam, actually, because they they should not have sold those seeds. Like it, they. Here's the thing: Beyonce does not need that much more. Beyonce does not need the extra whatever how much money she gets from that. I think she'll be right. fine. I think she'll be fine. It's the arena. And, that's uh, greedy. And honestly, I think the stadium will be fine. And the issue, because I like, I remember, like, I've heard people say, like, it doesn't matter where you sit at a Beyonce concert, you're going to be able to have a good time and you're going to see her. And I was like, I feel like I was set up. We were behind <laughs> her. We were literally <laughs> behind her. <laughs> we were backstage. So, like, it was a like full fucking could- mess. And yeah. I think, I think what and was that was the early to- access seeds. Like I remember it was, it was a wild time, um, a time, a time. Cause I truly thought like that's, there was like a massive panel on the side of the stage. And I think that was supposed to be a screen. I'm like, that had to have been what that was supposed oh. to be. And I was like, wait, like I was waiting for like the first like half hour for it to turn on <laughs> and then realized it wasn't we started like literally i think you like text me like come over to section like 38 oh yes 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 i was like i will find because i've seen people do it and that's why i think i don't like being a rule breaker because everyone else has success breaking rules except for me (laughs) yes we were not necessarily successful that night but i think in you know as it relates to friendship we we've been pretty successful thus far so that's of course fabulous and i think that's a good note for us to wrap on so courting cuties, you know, if you have the, if you have a chance, go back and listen to, you know, some of your favorite episodes because we'll be going on a little bit of a in-between season break as per usual. So um, you have plenty of time to keep it cute and court with confidence. And we'll see you next season. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Fabulous. Thanks for listening, y'all, to another episode of Courting in Color. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Court in Color. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-C-O-L-O-R. Or email us at courtincolor at gmail.com. Head on over to our website at courtingincolor.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us. Court dismissed. Bye. Bye. Work.